On the show today, we're talking about the Lion King. We're talking about dolphin nipples. We're talking about nachos. And we're talking about a Florida man who swung a sword at a jogger over a pile of trash. What else do you want? How about a man urinating at a Starbucks inside of a Target? Okay. How about alligators climbing fences? All right. And we read Popeye's chicken Facebook comments. Enjoy. The Mikey and Bob Podcast. Everybody knows that, right? Opening the Lion King there. Everybody knows that, right? Everybody's familiar with that, right? Feels nice. Do you know what that means in English? No. (laughs) Oh, man. A Lion King wormhole I've been down, man. You want me to bring everybody with me? Ah, uh, yeah. It's like, do you know what they're saying in that? The opening to Lion King no, Circle I, of Life? I have no clue. Okay, well, it's Zulu. It's a language in South Africa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've been digging deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the translation to the beginning of Lion King. Like the, uh, the All right, the lyrics to this are Nans Igonya Mag... Baba. That's like the lyrics right there, right? And then, like, behind those lyrics is the people going, Sithia woo. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the English translation for the first part is, <laughs> like, you think that's something amazing, right? It's got to be something amazing. Like, the sun's rising uh, in, in Africa. I mean, it just it sounds so powerful. It does. The English translation is, there comes a lion. And the background of them going, sit down, is, oh yeah, it's a lion. <laughs> it's kind of disappointing, right? That's all? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a letdown. I thought it was like, the, the, it was going to translate to like the meaning of life or something. Because it's so just, so iconic, right? <laughs> Yeah, so it's basically like uh, there, there comes a lion, and the other people are just like, "Oh yeah, it's a lion." <laughs> you are correct. There it is. Yeah. A lion. So uh, that is such a magical, uh, just intro there, though, to Lion King, Circle of Life, and it's just so epic with that sun rising and it's just uh just it wakes you up it makes you feel good you know ready to face the day and all the problems (laughs) (laughs) that's basically like hey it's a lion yeah it's a lion very that's it I don't even know how I got down that wormhole, though. But that's Zulu. First time we ever started the show with little Zulu, though, maybe, right? And then the Lion King characters' names, though, are Swahili, which is a language in Eastern and Southeastern Africa. So the Lion King characters' names are Swahili, but the Lion King open circle life is Zulu. All right? Hey, did you sleep at all last night? Nance... Like N-A-N-T-S. That's what it is. That's the... Nance. That's the first word. Nance. 
That's nonce. N-A-N-T-S. And ingonium uh-huh. is I-N-G-O-N-Y-A. So it's nonce igonia, basically. <laughs> nonce igonia! I mean, do you want me to do the rest? Because there's a ma in there. There's just an M-A ma in there, right? So it's nonce, igonia, ma, bagati, baba. And that basically, you know, translates to, uh, there comes comes a lion. And then the background with the... Is like, oh yeah, it's a lion. You know, like, all right, we're in Africa, big deal. We know it's a lion. Like, oh yeah, it's a lion. Uh, Rain tweets us here. This is the absolute best start to any morning freak show ever. Really? The English translation to the opening of Lion King is? <laughs> this is the best? Wow. Well, I mean, it's, it's very rare that I come out trying to translate Zulu. It is, it is. That's never happened before on the show. I believe we've started the show with the Lion King open before. (laughs) It's just a good wake-up, right? Just a good (laughs) wake-up. But we've never actually gone into the translation of it, which, again, is basically, uh, there comes a lion in the background just going, oh, yeah, it's a lion. So uneventful. It is, For man. It's that. kind of a letdown, right? Yeah. I wanted them to be singing the meaning of life or something, but yeah, kind of a letdown. Uh, well, it finally happened. After 19 straight weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus' Old Town Road is no longer the number one song in the country. Billy Eilish, bad guy, has dethroned Old Town Road. Old Town Road is actually third now on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. It was jumped by, again, Billy Eilish, who is number one, and uh, Senorita, Shawn Mendes, and Camila Cabello, which is number two. Uh, Billy Eilish is now the first artist born in the 2000s to have a number one song. That should make everybody feel old, right? Uh, yeah. So Lil Nas X tweeted out, "Congrats to uh, congratulations to Billie Eilish. You deserve this. And you would think Billie Eilish would just be able to take that, right? Uh, she was num- uh, number two for nine weeks on the charts. She was denied her number one for so long by Lil Nas X and the <laughs> phenomenon that was Old Town Road. So you thought Billie Eilish after, all right, I finally did it. I finally overcame Old Town Road. Billie Eilish is the Old Town Road killer. And then Lil Nas X tweets out, congratulations, you deserve this. You would think she would just be able to take that and like, thanks. But she puts on Instagram, I know he mad on the low, but thank you. Love you, Lil Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably right, right? Uh, yeah, he like, did everything in his power to hang on to that. After 19 weeks, you know he wanted to get it to 20. Like, I feel like he wanted to get it to 20 straight weeks at number one, and then he could have been fine with it, but it got to 19 in Billie Eilish. Uh, dethroned him. So, the number one song in the country now, Billie Eilish, bad guy. What a run, though, Old Town Road. Will we want to hear Old Town Road, though? Like, is that a song? Because I feel like that's a song that I'm never really going to get that sick of. Like, in moderation, though, right? Not like I don't want to hear it as many times as we were hearing it, like, you know, a month and a half ago. But, like, every now and then, a little Old Town Road. It's a yeah, quick it's song, nice, you know? Nice, yeah. 
I, I don't know. I don't know if it ever goes away or it just kind of just remains as a song that you want to hear every now and then. Uh, once or twice a week. Maybe. Not too much, though. <laughs> not, not with the frequency we were playing it about a month and a half ago when I somewhat wanted <laughs> to stab my ears out because every hour it was Old Town Road. So congrats to uh, Billie Eilish, the new number one song in the country, dethroning Old Town Road with Bad Guys. Natalie tweets us here, the Lion King uh, theme song has been my alarm since you guys mentioned it years ago. Yeah, we did mention that, I think, years and years ago on the show because it really is the perfect wake-up. Like, if you have an alarm set on your phone or whatever, it should be Lion King. Is anything better than this? Ah, Nothing, right? That's the best alarm you could possibly have, right? So powerful. Uh, Thomas sent us a message here. Good morning, young men. Oh, hello. I just want to say thank you for uh, my new thing. They say you learn something new every day. The info for Lion King. That's why I check you guys out. You do learn something new every day. You guys are the best. Yeah. Very uh, educational. The Lion King intro there, the English translation is just, there comes a lion. Oh, yes, it's a lion. Little uh, little bit of a letdown, but either way, we, we're all learning something new every day. I think you do learn something new every day you listen to the show. I feel like I learn something new every day on our show, you know? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get to a guy peeing at Starbucks. Uh, this happened in Lancaster County. This from WTAE here. To Lancaster County now, police in Mannheim Township are looking for a man accused of yep. urinating Uh-oh. on merchandise at a Starbucks. All right, so he wasn't just going to the bathroom. This was a Starbucks inside a, a Target. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah. just going to the bathroom. No. I always stop at S Bucks inside Target. So. Always, you know, I go, th- I go through Targets. I do my shopping, and you know what? Little treat. Can, can you ever just go to Targets and get one or two things? I always end up spending like fifty dollars on just little tchotchkes here and there. I, I have a problem with Targets. You know, I go right by the sale clothes, and I say, nope, you don't need it today, Marge. You don't need it today. <laughs> and then I look at the sale. Hey, I go, but it's such a good deal. How can I pass it up? I always end up spending 50 bucks. Every time I walk into Target, they should just take 50 bucks, right? It should be the entry fee to get in there because I'm always spending so much money at Target. And then I got to get my S-Bucks after. Oh, love my S-Bucks after a Target run. All right, where are we at? Oh, a guy was peeing at Starbucks. Inside a Target store. Yeah, so he's peeing. Police say the man went behind the counter and then urinated oh, in no. a sink <laughs> and other merchandise. Be- uh, you're not allowed back there. Or fleeing, police say. You're not allowed back there, man. Come on, this man. was taken as he left the store. All right, so that's the uh, story there. A guy uh, just hops basically the counter at a Starbucks inside a Target. This is Lancaster County. And just uh, urinates into into a sink there. Like, if you have to go to the bathroom that bad, there's bathrooms at Target, right? Yeah, yeah, like probably I, pretty close. I think close. maybe even the Starbucks inside the Target might have another bathroom there, too. I don't know. There's plenty of... You have an option of a bathroom at a Target. You don't need to go in the Starbucks uh, sink there. This is the rest of the story from WTAE. They make the connection. You may remember a similar incident happening yeah. here. Only Pittsburgh's Action News 4 was there when Grace Brown turned herself in. Police say she urinated on produce yeah. last month at the West Mifflin Walmart. Right. She's due back in court next month. All right, but listen, I, I, those two stories have nothing no, to do no. with each other. I, I don't know how, like, the... Like news producers come up with stories because that was a story Lancaster County, right? Yeah, of a guy urinating in a Starbucks sink at a Starbucks at inside a Target, and then they had to come with 
you might remember. <laughs> like, they basically said, by the way, if we're talking about urination, <laughs> we got one remember too. this lady here locally <laughs> who was peeing all over fruit at a Target. There's no correlation between those two stories at all, other than they happened in Pennsylvania, and they dealt with somebody urinating. That's it. <laughs> Not even the same store. It was like WTA just wanted to flex their muscles and be like, "Hey, by the way, remember uh, we were here when she t- we were here we were the <laughs> we were the station here when she turned herself in for urinating." See, so uh, to Thomas and everybody else, you learn something new every day. And uh, today we learned don't pee in the sink at a Starbucks inside of a Target. All right, let's get to this real quick. We're all going to learn something together right now. It's time to find out. Why the hell is this trending with Mikey and Bab? All right, we aren't like the other morning shows where we like to do a cheesy what's trending segment. Uh, We like to just go on Twitter, see why something's trending. And we really just legitly wonder why the hell is that trending. Yesterday, Bob Barker. 95 years old, uh, used to host, uh, you know, the Price is Right, the game show on CBS for so many years, legendary game show host, 95 years old, Bob Barker was trending yesterday when Bob told me this, I said, oh God, is Bob Barker dead? He's not dead. That's right. Bob Barker trended on Twitter, and he's still alive. Amazing. How amazing is that? Amazing. Go, Bob Barker, go. So why was Bob Barker trending, Bob? Uh, a older video, a couple years old now, popped yeah. back up on the internet. An older man, you know, skinny like Bob Barker, gray hair. You can't really see his face too well. He He's Bob Barker-like. Yeah, he he wearing, looks somewhat like Bob Barker. Khaki pants. Yeah. Uh, he... he Creeps up on a gator and basically tries to wrestle a gator from behind. So there's a crazy-ass video that, like you said, is a couple years old, but it's gotten a new life on the internet because, you know, one account posts it and it just, you know, goes and nobody cares when it was originally posted or anything like that. So the guy who looks like Bob Barker, he puts like a... It's almost like a a towel over the gator's face. Like, if the gator can't see me, I can get it. And it's like this old 89-year-old guy trying to... Just a bad decision. ...wrangle an alligator in, like, his his backyard. So, of course, the gator turns around and and bites his arm, and then the guy eventually gets away. But it's just a uh, a crazy-ass video. But Bob Barker... Alive. 95 years old, still with us, and did not get attacked. Uh, by an alligator. All right. Uh, speaking of alligators, though, you know where we're going next. Yeah. Attention all listeners of the Freak yeah. Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. And speaking of alligators. Only in Florida would you see this while driving down the road. An alligator climbing a fence. The okay. gator scaled the fence and plopped inside the local <laughs> naval air station in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, we have gators climbing fences. We've seen video of alligators oh. ringing doorbells and powering uh-uh. through doors and into pools. But uh-uh. this... This is just extra unusual. Yep. It clears the, yep. or it appears even fences won't stop these gators from getting where they want to go. Wow. I did not know that was possible. I did not know that was a thing. I did not know alligators uh, left the ground for anything at all. Yo, it's a legit, like, stand-up straight fence, too. Like, the gator doesn't bend it down. It climbs it yeah, yeah. and just straight over top. Like anybody that has an enclosed alligator, right? I'm talking about zoos or anything like that. They see that video. What do they think? 
Like, do people at zoos or, uh, you know, wildlife reserves or whatever, do they know that alligators have the capability? I don't know if this is just a roided-out alligator or something like that. But does anybody know that alligators could climb fences? Is it a special kind of gator? I mean, it's Florida powers, but what does that mean? That, Somebody give it meth to smokers? Uh, anything's possible. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, climbing a fence with ease. So Nightmares. That, that's a thing now. Alligators, not sure if it's uh, just a breed of an alligator if it's a special Florida alligator, not sure, again, if the alligator got hold to the wrong stuff. Because sometimes when superhuman things happen down in Florida, we don't go, wow, I didn't know a human could do that. And it's usually because of drugs. So maybe we need to look at the gators the same way. Maybe the gator got hold to the wrong stuff. Maybe the gator ate something bad and all of a sudden got superpowers and can now climb fences. Either way, it's completely terrifying. It's Florida making the show once again. How bad are the pirates, man? Horrible. (laughs) Horrible, But, like, the pirates, though, it's like just when you think it can't get worse, they're like, hold on. We can actually suck worse. Uh, The Nationals beat the Pirates 13 to nothing last night. Uh, The Pirates were down 8 to nothing after two innings. They were down 11 to nothing after four innings. It is their worst shutout loss since 2013. Pitcher Trevor Williams got absolutely destroyed. It is the Pirates' 28th loss in the last 35 games. They are horrible. You know what about the Pirates though is like they are horrible like other teams are horrible like the Detroit Tigers and like the uh, Miami Marlins but those teams have already blown their team up and are completely restarting. They're basically just fielding AAA teams with all their young players because they've already blown their teams up for the most part. Yeah. The Pirates, though, they haven't even blown the team up and they suck this bad. Yeah. (laughs) There's just not much to be excited. Actually, there's nothing. Man, how about... How about there were actual human beings who watched all nine innings of that game at PNC Park? Down 11 to nothing at four innings, and you stick around. I mean... Bob Nutting should have went up to each and every one of those fans personally and just shook their hand and apologized to them if they actually stayed for if you were one of those people who stayed for all nine innings of that game last night. Worst shutout loss since 2013. Just when you think it can't get worse, it does. All right, now let's get to uh, today in Freak Show history. Here we go. Today in Freak Show history. show history we take you back uh, i believe this was last year and uh you know right now is about the time a preseason action going steelers training camps over where people are really starting to look at the steelers team like all right you know starting to really think how good of a team they could have this year and a year ago there was a man named doug l who took his excitement to the next level by making his very own version uh of a Steelers song oh, yes. just called Steelers Renegade. Now, it is a play on Renegade, right? The popular stick song that's always played at Heinz Field. It's basically Steelers anthem, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, Doug L. made and sent us his own Steelers Renegade for today in Freak Show history. This was a year ago. It's the Steelers Renegade. You know it's about to I mean, be dropping, serious. Dropping you that. You know it's about to be real when you hear this. It's the Steelers Renegade. Okay, here we go. Mama Vico's in fear for his life from the long arm of the Steelers. Oh my god. Cam Hayward's put an end to his throw it and he's so far from Baltimore. 
this next line is my favorite line of the whole Steelers Renegade song, okay? Again, this is a fan-made song by Doug L here. Oh, Brady, I can hear you crying. You're so scared of Bud Dupree. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Time out. Time out. Hold on. Hold on. This is the greatest line of the whole song. Because his voice cracks in the middle, maybe because he's not so sure that Tom Brady is actually afraid of Bud frickin' Dupree. Oh, Brady, I can hear you crying. You're so scared of Bud Dupree. Tom Brady is not scared of Bud Dupree. No, no, no. Steelers defense coming down from Huntsville, and you don't have very long. All right, now this is usually the point in Renegade where, where, where it's the yell, right? The yeah! Oh, I'm not sure I can take this right? yell. Okay, this is a Steelers uh, Renegade fan song by Doug L. Here we go. Can you handle the yell? The cheek is up, the team is out, they're out on the loose now. The steel curtain, it has returned to cheek on his bounty. No way the man will stray. His first thought is revenge today for number seven. That's that's an anthem. There's a lot going on. Oh, Brady, I can hear you crying. You're so scared of Bud Dupree. And the renegade yell. It's so good. Uh, man, the Eaton Park story is all over the place, right? Good for this kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, 24-year-old kid, uh, Dylan uh, Tettle. Who works at what the Ross Draver Bell Vernon uh, Eaton Park? Yep. Here was the story from WTAE. You might have seen this picture going around online today. It was taken at the Eaton Park in Bell Vernon over the weekend. Yeah, it shows a server named Dylan Tettle who stopped to speak with one of the guests there at Eaton Park. According to a Facebook post, the man was 91 years old. He had a lot of stories to tell. Pittsburgh's Action News 4 caught up with Tettle. He tells us how he spent his break talking with that man and heard about the man's time spent in war. He was very emotional he was actually crying when he was talking to me like when he was talking about the war it just really like hit a soft spot in my heart honestly i almost cried and i'm not a crier tettle says he'd love to have the man stop by and visit that eaton park location again so i guess how this all went down was uh there was a woman who was eating at the eaton park too over the weekend and saw uh the server this 24 year old kid uh named dylan basically bending down uh, to talk to the guy. So she took a picture because she just thought, oh, it's very caring of this, you know, younger guy who's working as a server at Eaton Park. Going I guess he's a, uh, he's a radiology student at Westmoreland County Community College. But yeah, going out of his way, just to, this guy's, you know, what, 91 years old, eating alone. So this kid's going out of his way to, like, you know, actually talk to this guy. Uh, Dylan said the man apologized for not hearing too well. He had forgotten to put it in his uh, hearing aids. He talked about how he lost his hearing during his time in the war. He was 91 years old. With a lot of stories to tell, uh, Dylan said he just listened and gave him his full attention. Um, and eventually the guy apologized for talking so much, but he said, I'm alone now and I don't always have somebody to talk to. After the man got his food, uh, Dylan came back and said he was on break and asked if he could sit with the guy as he ate. 
And um, a lot of people were just, you know, seeing what happened and smiling. So this lady, Lisa, posted a picture on Facebook. And, of course, it's been, you know, it went yin's viral. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's been shared, you know, tens of thousands of times since then. And just she, in the past day or two, though, it's been going. Yeah. It's like, it's like national yeah, it's news like national now news because now. it's like, you know, the world is an awful place. So whenever we get this little glimmer of hope where we're just like, all right, maybe everything is not horrible on Earth after all. Just these little glimmers of hope we get, we we then have to make them go viral, right? There's enough awful stuff like, uh, you know, you turn on the news, you don't even get a good story until like 20 minutes into the news, you know, when they've already done weather and here's all the awfulness that's going on, whether it's in the government or just, you know, I don't know, wildfires or flooding. It, it takes like 20 minutes to get to any good news in the news, whether it's local or national. So when something like this happens, it should absolutely just be put up on a pedestal and just goes, hey, by the way, you know, if you're ever in this situation, you could be like Dylan was too and actually take the time to, you know, hear this guy's story and what he has to say or just on a human level, just sit with somebody who's alone and uh, and just be there for him, you know, you got to be their best friend. But uh, just him sitting there with that guy for whatever it was, five or ten minutes is now this, uh, you know, this big story because something as simple as that nowadays is is almost shocking and unexpected uh, when it shouldn't be right. That's how we should treat each other. We should treat each other like this all the time. But should be able to take that extra five ten minutes out of your day. Uh, yeah, you know? it's definitely a good story. So salute to uh, to Dylan uh, working at a server there at uh, Ross Draver Eaton Park for what he did, and it's definitely shining a good light on the Pittsburgh area because that story is just uh, you know all over the place and uh, you know making people believe that there is some good in the world. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, The Morning Freak Show. Uh, Billie Eilish, Bad Guy, the new number one song on the Billboard Hot 100, dethroning Lil Nas X, Billy Ray Cyrus, Old Town Road, after an incredible record-breaking 19 weeks at number one. Billy, the new number one in the uh, country. Uh, all right, always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. It is time to get to this loaded Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes! yes. It, it happened, happened again. again. It's, it's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. There is a lot going on in this story. Let's just get into this it. This is one of those stories that you hear only in Florida, right? So crazy, it is almost unbelievable. I had no idea what they were yelling about. I just saw some person attack my neighbor with a sword. All right, so that's an eyewitness. I don't know what there was an argument over, but somebody attacked my neighbor with a sword. Home surveillance cameras catching a terrifying attack in Oakland Park. Yeah. Valerie Lyons said she heard her neighbor yelling for help. Okay. All of a sudden, I hear my neighbor say, if you get any closer to me, I'm going to call the cops. Okay. It turns out her neighbor, the man in blue in this video, found this black cart in a bulk trash pile right near Prospect Road and Northwest 11th Terrace. All right, so this guy found a cart. It's like a, almost like a wheelbarrow, I guess. Yeah, in a, in a trash pile, thinking like, oh, it's in a trash pile. Anybody can take it. Apparently, a couple of other people were also looking through that pile. Uh-oh. And felt that since they were there first... Uh-oh, trash battle. They should get the cart. Instead of fighting over it, the man in blue jogged off and went home. All right, so that should be the end of it, right? The guy, uh, the guy in blue saw the cart in the trash and thought, oh, wow, cart, I could actually use this. 
And then there were other people, I guess, nearby. They're just like, hey, buddy, hey, no, that's ours. We're, we're, right. we're, we're going to take that. Right. So then the guy's like, eh, all right, I don't want to get into it, and just jogged off. But they followed him, and at his house... They followed him. One man pulled a sword out of a red sheath. <laughs> and some dude pulled a sword out Like, legit <laughs> sword dude comes out swinging. <laughs> Who's got a sword that readily available? He and the man in blue tug back and forth on the cart yeah. as he takes multiple swipes with the blade, missing only by inches. Right, so this dude just wanted to get a... A, uh, a cart out of uh, a pile of trash, and now he is in a sword fight with a guy. Except he doesn't have a sword. Finally, the man in blue points to the cameras on his home, yeah. and the guy with the sword backs off. All right, so he's like, "Hey, I, I can. They're gonna see you sword fighting me." Thinking it's over, the man in blue <laughs> leaves the bin in the front yard. All right, all done. But just a little while later, a woman shows up. Nope, nope, we're not, not done. While cursing out the jogger, she takes the bin. Yep. and walks off. All right, so he lost the cart or bin or whatever he was. He was. Going going for at first, right? Yeah. Uh, he sword fought for it and uh, I guess he won because the other guy ran away and then a woman comes out of nowhere and just takes the damn thing anyway. He says in that half mile jog between where he picked up that cart yeah. and here at home, he was actually being chased. Take a listen to what they had to say. Alright, so now this is the guy who, who took the cart and was chased by these two people. And I turned behind me and he had a sword out chasing me. <laughs> so I just... <laughs> kept running it's terrified right and uh while i was running yeah. with this man chasing me with a sword <laughs> another lady <laughs> unassociated with either of us started wait hold on this other lady came out of nowhere yeah yeah, yeah. like is this like just a florida royal rumble scenario where like, they're just like there's gonna be a fight and then the countdown happens and then like the buzzer goes off and like oh this lady's now entered the ring saying something like oh this can't happen no, this can't happen she's saying so she wasn't related to either of those two she just came out of nowhere maybe she just wanted the cart too well she grabbed the cart and took off yeah and that woman is actually the woman that came back and took the cart <laughs> yeah. at the end of that video so she's the one so these two guys are basically sword fighting over something they found in a pile of trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's another lady who comes out of nowhere, and eventually she's the one who ends up with the cart. I mean, is that only in Florida? Is there a sword fight over a pile of trash? Because that's literally what just happened. I mean, that means that dude had to have the sword on him at all times. Like, you he's just listen, walking the streets with a sword on you him. You have nothing to lose if you're walking around in public <laughs> with a sword. Nothing at all. You should not be messed with. Nobody should even look you in the eyes. If you whip your sword out in public, you have nothing at all to lose in life. You're on the edge. You are playing no games if you're whipping your sword out like that in public, it is Florida making the show once again. Sarah tweeted us, I was listening to the podcast from yesterday. Now my boyfriend and I can't stop saying who rescued who. <laughs> we just had this weird point in the show yesterday where we started talking about like shelter animals and how people, some people who save, um, you know, like a cat or dog or something from a rescue shelter, they will, they will, you know, Say who rescued who because like or they got the, the sticker or a shirt or yeah I, my mom has a who rescued who magnet on her on magnet, her car yeah, yeah she or she used to I don't know if she still has who, it but who rescue who uh yeah so it's the human basically saying like oh you're thanking me for rescuing the animal well the animal really rescued me who rescued who uh, Doug uh, tweeted us as listening to yesterday's podcast and I definitely thought the title of the podcast who rescued who was the track uh, name of one of Taylor Swift's new songs. <laughs> it kind of sounds like it, right? It does, it does. Like, Taylor Swift would definitely write a song called Who Rescued Who? 
Who rescued who? (laughs) (laughs) You thought you rescued me when I really rescued you. you. Who rescued who? Oh, man, Taylor. There it is. Don't drop the album yet, Taylor. We got another another heater for you. Uh, Dave tweets us here. I'm definitely working punish the toilet and devil's donuts into my office conversations today. All right, Dave's also getting caught up on the podcast because a few days ago... What, what kind of office are you working in where you can work that in? <laughs> what any office you can work that in? Any office Punish that... Punish the toilet and yes. devil's donuts? Well, devil's donuts is a little harder to work into office conversation, but yes. I think in any office scenario, you can tell your coworkers you're going to go punish the toilet. <laughs> I don't know if they'll appreciate it or uh, want to hear it, but you can say it, right? So, um... I believe this was last week on the show. We learned that when you're listening to the iHeartRadio stream sometimes, and I think this is depending on where you live, there is a commercial that runs for a product called the VI Poo Spray. Basically, it's a spray that you spray in the toilet before you sit down and go to the bathroom that will make uh, the bathroom process not smell as bad. And there is a commercial for it and everything. Even Hollywood's latest sweetheart needs to punish the porcelain so punish the porcelain that's what it was not punish the toilet punish the porcelain occasionally but to avoid embarrassment yeah. i give every bathroom the vi poo treatment yeah. spray generously before taking your seat and vi poo forms a protective layer yeah. trapping the icky smell of your devil's donuts I mean. <laughs> even a vip needs to vi poo even vip needs the vi poo it traps the smell of your devil's donuts which we have never uh heard uh poo referred to no, as the devil's no, donuts but I guess that's what you do when you punish the porcelain. So uh, we have to say thank you uh, to one of our good friends, Lowell, who listens to the show from down in Virginia. We see him every year. He always brings up a bunch of toys to our Stuff a Bus uh, charity toy drive. Uh, came into the station this morning, and there is VI Poo waiting for us. That was mailed to us. Special delivery. Uh, lemon Idol is the flavor that we have. Keep nasty smells in your bowl. We now have VI Poo spray. At the uh, at the radio station. Have you been keeping up with the chicken sandwich battle? Because I'm here for all this. Like, uh, everybody is winning with this because we're all eating delicious chicken sandwiches and we're watching just people fight on social media and it's tremendous. I saw yesterday it was uh, Chick-fil-A versus Popeye's. It, it's basically Popeye's, Wendy's, and Chick-fil-A battling on social media over who has the best chicken sandwich. And then Wendy's jumped in, though, right? Like, right. Yeah, this, oh. this was really just a Popeye's-Chick-fil-A uh, battle, and then Wendy's has to tag in. Because, <laughs> listen, if we're talking fast food, Wendy's has the crown. They are the kings. And if you come at the king, you best not miss. And I think Popeye's even missed because you can't you just you can't play with Wendy's on social media if you're some other fast food establishment. You just have to relinquish that they have the social media mm-hmm. title and they tweet better than any other fast food restaurant. So here's what happens. Back in early August, Popeye's announced that they would release a legitimate chicken sandwich nationwide, putting it on like the brioche bun with pickles and everything like that. And of course, Chick-fil-A also puts the pickles on their chicken sandwich, right? So Popeye's is uh, their chicken sandwich is available nationwide now, and a lot of people have been trying it just to say, well, okay, a lot of people think Chick Fil A has the best chicken sandwich. Could Popeye's, which has amazing chicken, could they make a chicken sandwich that could dethrone the Chick Fil A chicken sandwich? So Popeye's tweeted out 
chicken, brioche, pickles, new, sandwich, Popeyes, nationwide, so good, forgot how, speak, in, complete, sandwiches, I mean sentences. So that was Popeye's first tweet about how letting everybody know that it's new chicken sandwich time at Popeye's. Then Chick-fil-A doesn't even at them. Chick-fil-A just sends off a tweet, says, bun plus chicken plus pickles equals all the love for the original. All right, Chick-fil-A, calm down. Like, Chick-fil-A is definitely subtweeting Popeye's at that point. Yeah. But I don't think Chick-fil-A wants any of this smoke. They definitely don't want it with Wendy's, and I don't think they want it with Popeye's either. Like, Chick-fil-A's closed on Sunday for Jesus. They they ain't built for this war. It didn't seem like Chick-fil-A was jumping. They didn't even at, you know. There's... No. So, Chick-fil-A tweets out basically all the... We, we had the original chicken sandwich, and Popeye's just replies to them, Y'all good? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and then Wendy's comes out of nowhere, right? And Wendy's tweets, Y'all out here fighting about which one of these fools has the second best chicken sandwich. Popeye's tweets Wendy's sounds like someone just ate one of our biscuits because y'all looking thirsty. Wendy's replies, LOL, guess that means the food's as dry as the jokes. See what I'm saying? You come at the king, you best not miss when it comes to Wendy's on social media. Wendy's is just sitting on lines. Wendy's has a good chicken sandwich, though, right? Like, Wendy's, they got a solid chicken sandwich. I mean, I would take Chick-fil-A over it. Uh, but, you know, I feel weird and uncomfortable every time I go to Chick-fil-A, even though it's delicious, just because of what they stand for. But then, I don't have a Popeye's near me where I can easily, like, I'm going to have to go way out of my way to try the Popeye's chicken sandwich. But now that it's been hyped up so much, you gotta try it, I got to try it just so I can have a complete chicken sandwich ranking. Oh, by the way, here's what I want you to do. And I didn't even think about this. Uh, go to, I would say go to the Popeye's Facebook page, okay? <laughs> Popeye's has to have a Facebook page, right? Every every business has a Facebook page. Uh, I want to see if there are legit Popeye's Chicken Sandwich Facebook comments. Uh, we've been talking about how Popeye's, Wendy's, and Chick-fil-A have been battling on social media over who has the best chicken sandwich. John M. Send us a message here. You and Bob need to do a live comparison of all three sandwiches and rank them. Uh, John, that sounds like truly horrible radio right there. No. I mean, no. Nobody wants to hear us eating chicken sandwiches on the air. No. That's fine. Maybe we'll rank them another day when we actually eat them all ourselves. Like 15 full minutes of show just me and you eating chicken sandwiches. There's nothing worse than eating on the radio, Mm. right? There's there's nothing worse than eating on the radio. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening, though, John. We appreciate it. Hey, listen, you throw out ideas at us, some of them stick, and some of them aren't even going to make it. Well, I mean, they made it on the show, though, so got that going for you. All right, always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. It is time for a Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, down to Florida we go. A man in Okaloosa County is arrested for a pretty bizarre crime. According to the sheriff's office, 20-year-old Hunter Mills is charged with criminal mischief. For dumping, yeah, that's a large amount of dirt onto a woman's car. According to the arrest report, Mills brought the woman to a dirt pit to talk. Hmm. They say when the woman refused to answer Mills' question, he went and got a dirt hauler. All right, but hold on. Who goes to, like, uh, uh, like a dirt pile to talk, you know? 
It seems weird to start like, out with. This yeah. is his girlfriend, right? Like, yeah, I need to yeah. I need to talk with you. Meet me in this giant open dirt field. And dumped that pile of dirt on the car. Right. The girlfriend was not injured, but as you can see from this picture, the driver said window was open, so that caused dirt to fill up all the air vents, the center console, and power windows. So the picture is amazing. Like, the story's kind of crazy. It's kind of Florida-ish, but the picture is amazing because it's just this... Uh, it's a 2010 uh, Cadillac, and it's just completely covered in dirt because this guy's girlfriend, you know, he he had her come to this dirt place, dirt field, dirt pile. Obviously, he was going to ask her relationship questions or something. She refused to answer any questions. Maybe there's some infidelity going on in the relationship, but then he got a front-end loader and dumped a bucket full of dirt on the roof of the driver's side like of the w- Cadillac, who actually belonged to some somebody else, though. It wasn't her car. <laughs> like a weird Florida game show going on. <laughs> what sort of game show is like that? Ellen's is that a weird... Game, like Ellen's Game of Games with all the wacky, like... <laughs> so you're... Like, these two are in a relationship. Like, answer the question, and your car like, gets covered in dirt. You're going to dinner with her on Saturday night. What restaurant does she pick? And he gets it wrong, and it's just like, well, all right, sorry, your Cadillac's got to be covered in dirt now. Uh, he was arrested and charged with criminal mischief. Doesn't that almost sound like a country song, though? Like, I feel like this scenario specifically should be its own country song. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How would that even... <laughs> like <laughs> Some... Dirt Pile Love or something <laughs> like that? Caught my girl driving around in another man's car. <laughs> when I saw her in the front seat, you know it really broke my heart. So I took a front and loader. Cause I just had to show her what you thought was being flirty. Well, it really did me dirty. So I took a front end loader. Cause I just had to show her how bad she made me hurt. Cadillac covered in dirt. I mean, number one. Now let's talk about the chicken sandwich battle. It, uh, you know, uh, Popeyes came out with a legitimate chicken sandwich they have released nationwide. It's their first such chicken sandwich. It's on like a brioche bun with pickles on it. Uh, Chick fil A and Wendy's then chimed in on social media. And the great chicken sandwich social media battle of 2019 is on. People are picking sides. It didn't take uh, long. They will fight to the death over their favorite chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. So we knew this was going to be a thing. We dove into the Popeyes chicken Facebook comment section. We are going to a very deep, dark place on oh, yeah. the internet. It's time for 961 Kiss Facebook comments. Facebook comments brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, what a stupid place we are in right now. We are in the Popeye's Chicken Facebook comment section. After they release a uh, chicken sandwich and has caused a great social media war. Sean H., nope, nobody touching Chick-fil-A. Jesus straight up closes the doors on Sunday and we still get caught in a thirst trap over that chicken. Uh, Therese H., so let's talk about Burger King's amazing Whopper. That has no beef and it made me poop. I mean, we're not what? talking about What's happening? We're not talking about the uh, Where did you come where, from? It's not even the amazing Whopper. Isn't it the impossible Whopper? We're not talking about that. We're talking about chicken sandwiches right now. Where the hell did Tyrese come in? Hey, by the way, you know Burger King's got that meatless Whopper made me poop. Get the hell out of these comments. They don't belong here. Who invited you in? Woody S. Popeyes needs to just hop right on out of this. Only way I'm eating Popeyes is if it's covered in Chick-fil-A Polynesian sauce. 
See, now those are like fighting words right there. Yo, that Polynesian sauce is so good, oh, though. God, it's so good. It's so good. I'm pretty sure you could put Chick-fil-A Polynesian sauce on just about anything, and it's just going to make it taste so much better, right? That's just crack right there. Anthony F. Again, these are Popeye's Chicken Facebook comments. Anthony F. We all know you go on at a date and you need that late night stack before you hit them sheets. Wendy's spicy nuggets are the panty dropper. What? They are? That's guaranteed. I I didn't know this. It's It's got nothing to do with the chicken sandwich, but... I guess we learned in the Facebook comments before the, the sheets, the spicy nugs and the panty dropper. A spicy nug. Who puts that on Facebook? <laughs> Just sliding into the chicken sandwich comments. By the way, a little tip out there: <laughs> spicy nugs and the panty dropper. What? <laughs> Go hang out with you know, like his mom or his aunt saw it too. <laughs> Go hang out with Tyrese, the Impossible Whopper made of poop. Go over in the corner. All right, again, these are uh, Popeye's uh, Chicken Sandwich Facebook comments. Uh, Gail D. Got sick at Chick-fil-A once, never going to eat there again. All right. Thanks Gail. for sharing, Gail. Uh, James T. Challenging God's chicken is blasphemy. <laughs> and then Rob V. responds, so is not knowing how to spell blasphemy. <laughs> Coming in with such confidence, though, right? Blasphemy. Challenging God's chicken is blasphime. That's B-L-A-S-T-F-I-M-E. <laughs> blasphime. And we'll end here again. These are Popeye's Chicken Sandwich Facebook comments as the great social media chicken war of 2019 is happening. Elaine L. here. I would like to file a report about the Popeye's in Via Rica, Georgia. Was there last month. Went to use the restroom only to find someone had defecated in the sink. I mean, who puts that in there? It was Tyrese. He just came from Burger King. Uh, Sometimes our show is, I wouldn't say it's educational, but sometimes on the show uh, you just learn things that will stick with you. Uh, earlier in the show, we were playing the intro of uh, Lion King, Circle of Life, right? Everybody knows this. So good, right? It is. Magical. And uh, for whatever reason, I got down a Lion King wormhole where I wanted to know what that meant. What does the, the not, what, what does that mean? And I learned like that it's Zulu. Language in South Africa. It sounds powerful. I mean, it's it's Nantes, N A N T S, mm-hmm. Ingonya, I N G O N Y A. So it's Nantes Ingonya, and then it goes Magbatitsi Baba. And the English translation of that is get ready for it. This is the English translation for the Lion King Circle of Life Open. Nantes Ingonya. It's there comes a lion. And then you get the you get the other people that are coming in under, right? So you get this. So it's basically there comes a lion and then these people city like you, you know the this, yeah yeah the city woo. Right. Those people that come in underneath uh that English translation is oh yes, it's a lion. So the majestical is there comes a lion and uh, the response underneath it is oh yes it's a lion 
So you learned that on the show today. Now, uh, what else do we want to learn about, Bob? Your call real quick. Dolphins or nachos? Wow. I mean, do you want to go nachos? We can go. It's up to you, actually. I, Why I, is it up to me? I put it up to you. I got a tweet I can read about dolphins, which we might be able to educate some people on dolphins, or I can read a message about nachos. Like, they're both going to make the show. Just what do you want now? Dolphins or nachos? Let's go dolphins. All right, dolphins it is. Tweet here from Lauren. So I'm on vacation in South Carolina. Yesterday we went on a boat tour where we saw a bunch of dolphins. That's fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Our tour guide mentioned dolphin mating rituals, and all I could think of was whether or not you've ever played dolphin mating noises on the show before. Okay, Lauren. I'm glad uh, you're on vacation thinking of us. Yes, and definitely when you think of dolphin uh, mating, you think of us too. Uh, Dolphin, I mean, I'm sure we could make up dolphin mating noises because it'd just be the dolphins going like, eh, 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 right? Like dolphin noises. But dolphin mating takes place underwater, so it's not like we really get to hear the magical noises of dolphin mating because it's it's all underwater, so you're not going to get the... Uh, magical mating noises of a dolphin because it's underwater, you know? Now, if dolphins came to the surface, right? Like, if they kept part of their bodies underwater, but their their heads were out of water, yeah, then yeah. we're playing a different ball game there. Then we're playing a different ball game. By the way, uh, I want people to learn on the show, too, because there was a rumor going around a while ago. It was one of those stupid, like, fact accounts on Twitter that gets retweeted like 30,000 times. Yeah, it's like fact of the day or weird facts. And uh, this was a while ago. We discussed this on the show. Uh, there was a tweet that was sent out by one of those stupid accounts that said, uh, dolphins' nipples are located in their anus. I'm talking very medically now. Uh, and we questioned, you know, dolphins are mammals. So dolphins do have nipples. Like, lady dolphins have nipples, but they are not in the anus. It's not okay? true. So if you didn't hear that on the show before, because we've, we've now covered this material twice, okay? Like, by the way, take that all in. If you're listening this to this the first time, if you're listening to the show right now and we're your show, like every morning you're listening to our show and just going, I don't know what it is, but I like that show. I like the podcast. I like listening to Mikey Bob. Take that all in. We are now recovering the ground of do dolphins have nipples and where are they located? And it's not in the anus. So that's false. So if anybody ever steps to you with dolphin facts, and goes, I heard dolphins' nipples are in their anus. Just laugh at them and go, ha ha, very Wrong. funny. Dolphins do have nipples. Lady dolphins do, right? Because dolphins are mammals. Underbelly. They are on the underbelly on the side of the private region. Uh-huh. Peekaboo, dolphin nipples. Michael sends us a message here. Uh, Mikey, you just summed up what your show's about in three words. Peekaboo, dolphin nipples. Is peekaboo one word? I think peekaboo's hyphenated, right? It's Isn't hyphen, it peek? Yeah, yeah, there's hyphens. Hyphen a hyphen boo. Is that considered one word or three words then? I think that's still one word. Are hyphenated words one word or is that three words? Is peekaboo three words or one word? I don't know how that works. How do hyphens work? I think work? it's one word. All right, how do hyphens work? Look it up. Hmm. Peekaboo dolphin nipples. All right, don't look it up. Uh, Michael says, uh, even though it was a really smart, uh, small part of the show, that'll make a hell of a podcast name. I don't know if it needs to be the peekaboo dolphin nipples, uh, show today. Actually, I think the podcast title should just be whatever the, uh, the translation of the lion King name is, right? 
I think that's what we should. We should call the podcast Nans Ngonya Mabatisi Baba. <laughs> People will just think you you key mashed the name of the podcast when really it's the it's the Lion King start, right? Uh, let's talk about the origin of nachos. We got a message. Uh, no lie. We got a message from a man named Ignacio. Okay. My name is Ignacio. My daughter, Amor, is nine years old, likes to listen to the show, loves the Florida stories. Can you mention the history of nachos and how they got their name? Because nacho is actually a nickname for a person in Mexico. So I said, all right, let me look up what Ignacio says here. I also would like to know the history of nachos, and now everybody else will learn, like we did, the history of nachos. Nachos originated in a city in Mexico that was just over the border from Eagle Pass, Texas. In 1943, the wives of U.S. soldiers uh, stationed in Eagle Pass Okay. Uh, went on a shopping trip for the day into Mexico. They arrived at the Victory Club restaurant after it closed for the day. The maitre d', whose name was Ignacio Anaya and had the nickname Nacho, created a new snack for them with what little he had available in the kitchen, tortillas and cheese. So Ignacio Anaya, nicknamed Nacho, cut the tortillas into triangles, fried them, added shredded cheddar cheese, and heated them up and sliced pickled jalapeno peppers on them and served them. Uh, when they asked what the dish was called, he answered nachos especiales after his own nickname. As word traveled of the dish, the apostrophe was lost, and um, nachos specials became special nachos. That is why we call nacho nachos. It's because of a man named Ignacio who was nicknamed Nacho. That's the best. And served a bunch of U.S. soldiers' wives back in the 40s. Uh, the first incarnation of nachos. I mean, on the show so far today, we've learned the English translation of the start of the circle of life. Mm-hmm. We learned the origin of nachos mm-hmm. and why they're called nachos. And if you didn't know, you learned where dolphin nipples are today. Ta-da! What a hell of a show! Back to school is here! Uh, the Pirates absolutely blow. Just when you think it can't get worse, it does. The it Nationals does. beat the Pirates 13 to nothing. <laughs> PNC Park last night, their worst shutout loss since 2013 trevor williams got absolutely destroyed it is the pirates 28th loss in the last 35 games they are uh they are horrible all right uh do we have to talk about antonio brown's uh helmet or uh or no i mean that's still happening i will break it up with air horns okay Okay, yeah yeah. how about that uh, Antonio Brown filed a new grievance regarding the league's decision to prevent him from wearing uh, the helmet that's less than 10 years old that he wanted to wear. Uh, the NFL did not include the, how do you say this, the shut air yeah, I think advantage? It's shut. The NFL did not include AB's helmet, the shut air advantage, uh, within the list of 11 helmet mod, uh, models that were banned in 2018. The NFL also gave players wearing the band helmets a one-year grace period, allowing them to continue to wear the band helmet while transitioning to a new model. Antonio Brown hasn't received that courtesy, though, because the NFL didn't ban the shut air advantage until he found multiple models that were less than 10 years old. 
So Antonio Brown has filed a helmet grievance now, and he's going to argue that at a minimum he should now get the same one-year grace period that was given to players like uh, Patriots quarterback Tom Brady, who then won the Super Bowl while wearing a helmet that the NFL had already deemed unsafe to use. Did any of that make sense to anybody? Or was that just uh, verbal diarrhea coming out of it? Did any of that make sense? I caught it. I caught it. I caught the gist of it. Basically, they told AB to go find a, a helmet that was less than 10 years old. Yeah. Antonio Brown found one similar to the one that he was wearing. The NFL said, hey, great job finding this helmet, but you can't wear that one either because we tested it and it's not good. So Antonio Brown said, well, since I found that helmet, you should let me wear it for the year. And that'll be my one-year grace period while he has time to get a new helmet because now he's apparently scrambling. Why didn't he do what everybody else did and, like, prepare for this, though? Uh, Because he's a moron. Well, let's not call names here, Bob. That's not nice. Air horn. All right, we got Pirates. We have somewhat, uh, that was an NFL uh, segment right there, right? I mean, not Steeler-related, uh, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about I sneak Penguins in here? Okay. Are you ready for this? Uh, I don't even think you know this, Bob. No, I have no you clue. You see what the Penguins tweeted out? I did not. <laughs> they found Hornquist. I don't know where he's been, but uh, Patrick Hornquist, right, was asked. Uh, Penguins tweeted this out yesterday. Oh, my. Which Penguins teammate do you think Patrick Hornquist missed the most this summer? A horny question. This this is the content I'm here for. Like, if I'm getting any sort of August hockey content, it's this. What Penguins teammate did Patrick Hornquist miss the most (laughs) this summer? Uh, You know what the answer is, right? You know what the answer is. Gino, for sure. uh, I will... Love to see him, and, and uh, he's such a funny guy, and uh, yeah, I missed you, Gino. Oh, my God. I mean, Patrick Hornquist is he knows. all of us. He knows, yeah. I, uh, I got to be honest, like, I've, I follow Evgeny Malkin on Instagram and everything, so I keep up with uh, what he's doing in his life, but I just, I miss him. I miss his voice. I miss his humor. I feel what Patrick Hornquist is feeling when he longs for Gino. Gino, for sure. I'll, uh, I will... Love to see him, and, and uh, he's such a funny guy, and uh, yeah, I missed you, Gino. <laughs> I miss you too, Gino, right? Like, I think we all miss Gino. Uh, Penguins preseason, uh, first preseason game will be September 19th against Columbus. Season over October 3rd at home against Buffalo. First four games are at home. Get Hockey's your coming. Yeah, Penguins tickets on sale now, pittsburghpenguins.com. Uh, uh, did you see Harry Styles is on the cover of the new Rolling Stone? It says sex, psychedelics, and the secrets of stardom. Harry Styles. Yeah, you're and overlooking him, that he's uh, completely shirtless. Uh, well, that's my next thing was he's completely uh, shirtless and smiling uh, wonderfully. So happy on the cover of Rolling Stone. All right, Harry Styles. Like, you turned down Little Mermaid. What do you got for us next? Huh? Like, your first album was... It was, it was different. It was just different. It was different, okay? It was it was different. It was different. By the way, the thing I take away from uh, Harry Styles' Rolling Stone cover Thirst Trap is he has very proportional nipples. Like, Harry Styles' nipples are perfectly proportioned to his body. Yeah, he does have good nipples. Like, 
If I had a picture of uh, shirtless Harry Styles with no nipples on it, and somebody told me, draw the perfect Harry nipples, I would draw Harry's nipples because they're perfect for his body. Like, you know how people choose, like, celebrity body parts? Like, I think I would choose Harry's nipples for my own. Yeah. Yeah, but they wouldn't be proportional to your body, though. Then you would have very tiny nipples. Yeah. They would be hairy nipples, though, so. Yeah, right. All these weird things. Just sitting there pinching them all day. Tweaking, poking, pinching. Bop it. (laughs) What are you doing over there, Bob? Well, as you know, I have hairy nipples now, so I'm pinching them and flicking them. All right. Always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. Let's get to this real quick here. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. <laughs> it's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, yes it, it happened again. again. It's, it's another Florida, Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Down to Florida for this sword fight. This is one of those stories that you hear only in Florida, right? So crazy, it is almost unbelievable. I had no idea what they were yelling about. I just saw some person attack my neighbor with a sword. All right, so that is the eyewitness. Uh, her neighbor was attacked with a sword down in Florida. Home surveillance camera catching a terrifying attack in Oakland Park. Valerie Lyons said she heard her neighbor yelling for help. All of a sudden, I hear my neighbor say, if you get any closer to me, I'm going to call the cops. It turns out her neighbor, the man in blue in this video, found this black cart in a bulk trash pile right near Prospect Road and Northwest 11th Terrace. All right, so he found a uh, hidden gem. He found some sort of cart in a trash pile. But apparently, a couple of other people were also looking through that pile Uh and felt that since they were there first, they should get the cart. All right, so there is an argument over a trash pile instead of fighting over it the man in blue jogged off and went home all right so this guy takes the cart and just runs home but they followed him and at his house okay a pursuit is now happening over a trash pile one man pulled a sword out of a red sheath and a sword is now whipped out and the man in blue tugged back and forth on the cart Uh, they're tugging on the uh cart i mean tugging back and forth over the cart at least the guy wasn't like tugging the guy's sword though I mean, I just had to clarify the tugging was over the cart. Now, I mean, you, if you're getting you chased, have bloody hands, if you're tugging a sword, if you're getting chased by a guy with his sword out though through the streets. <laughs> Give up the the you trash either gotta, cart, right? You got to run harder or just let that trash cart go. Let the trash cart go. He's got a damn sword. As he takes multiple swipes with the blade, missing only by inches. Oh. Finally, the man in blue points to the cameras on his home, yeah. and the guy with the sword backs off. Thinking it's over, the man in blue leaves the bin in the front yard. All right, so we're good now. This guy has taken a cart from a trash pile. Swordman is swinging his sword around like a helicopter. He was he was chased, and then Florida ninjas chasing him. Whips his sword out. That confrontation is over because the swordman realizes that he's on security camp, so he runs away. So the guy is now left. He's had a sword encounter, but he's now left with the the garbage cart. But just a little while later, a woman shows up. Peekaboo. And while cursing out the jogger, she takes the bin. All right, so she has now entered the ring. She wants to step to this. And walks off. He says in that half-mile jog between where he picked up that cart 
and here at home, he was actually being chased. Take a listen to what they had to say. All right, so this is uh, the he pursuit. Ran a, a half mile being chased by a sword, man? He, ra- he ran a half a mile with a garbage cart after being chased by a man with a sword. And I turned behind me, and he had a sword out yeah. chasing me. So this guy is being chased by a sword. I mean, drop the cart, man! So I just... Somebody with the sword out in public has nothing to lose. Kept running. And uh, while I was running with this man chasing me with a sword. Why confront a man with a sword? Why go toe-to-toe with that guy? Another lady. And there he, she comes. Unassociated with <laughs> either of us. Nothing to do with either of them. Started saying something like, oh, this can't happen. And that woman is actually the woman that came back and took the cart at right. the end of that video. All right, so there are three people involved here. Uh, the woman who they she don't know who she was ends up followed behind and let these two idiots just I feel like the guy I feel like the guy who fought the guy with the sword deserves the garbage cart though right uh yeah 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 he does he faced a man who's obviously unstable right anybody who's willing to sword fight in public is, uh, is they're willing to go to jail a man who has a a, a sword on him in public just walking around <laughs> like they're either ready to go to jail or they've been to jail and they ain't scared to go back. Never mess with a person who's willing to whip a sword out in public. It is Florida making the show once again. Uh, we got a tweet yesterday. Did you see that from Kia Tomlin? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Hey, guys, we have some gifts for the show from Coach Tomlin and I. Let's chat. Love the show. I don't want that. <laughs> All right. Now, do you think Coach Tomlin listens to the show? Or do you think Kia listens to the show and then... Like, harasses Coach Tomlin with things from our show. Yes. I think it's the, the latter there. All right. uh, by the way, a couple people have tweeted us the Jay-Z thing. Uh, just stop with that. Uh, there is, like, these janky-ass sports gossip sites. There's nothing legit yet that said, you know, because there's rumors that Jay-Z's going to look in to be a minority owner of an NFL team soon. Right, right. Uh, and that's why he maybe took the whole deal with the NFL uh, and, Ro- and part of Rock Nation to be the live music entertainment strategist for the NFL. Uh, and there's a couple of these just just the worst, like, janky-ass sports gossip websites that said, it might be the Steelers. I mean, they're, they, know, they know what they're Maybe doing. The they're just looking for people to click through. That's it. They're just looking for clicks. There's no legit site that says that or any sort of... There's no legit source or anything on it yet. Any sort of inkling that would lead to that. They so, could say it about any team, so, basically. Yeah, so when you hear that today, when somebody goes, Did you hear Jay? He might buy the Steelers. First of all, just tell them, no, that's not like yeah. a real thing uh, that's happening right now. And then... When somebody questions why the Roonies would sell the Steelers, just tell them calm down. There's already like I don't know twelve people who own the Steelers. You know, there's minority owners right. of the Steelers. You know, the guy who owns the Panthers right now used to be a minority owner in the Steelers. Doesn't the guy who owned the Browns too used to be a minority owner of the Steelers? Yeah, yeah, yep. Are the Steelers like minor league NFL ownership? Do they uh, learn how to run a team from the Roonies and then they go off and do their own thing? Pretty much. All right. Uh, also. Um, New York DJ Funkmaster Flex kind of put Jay-Z on blast yesterday when it came out uh, that Jermaine Dupree, right, who has like, uh, been a producer in Atlanta for, you know, so many decades. Uh, Funkmaster Flex tweeted out, I just got off the phone with Jermaine Dupree. He confirmed 
that when he was working with the NFL last year, he got a call from Jay-Z asking him, how deep are you in with the NFL, expressing that might not be a good idea. And then basically, of course, Jay-Z took the same job that the NFL was kind of consulting Jermaine Dupree about. All right, so let me break that down. Uh, The Super Bowl was in Atlanta last year. So the NFL probably went to Jermaine Dupree, who's out of Atlanta and has made so many big Atlanta artists, you know, with So So Deaf and Usher and all that stuff, right? Jermaine Dupree has been Atlanta for so long. So they probably were going to consult Jermaine Dupree about the Super Bowl halftime show, especially since when it was announced in Atlanta and it was Maroon 5, everybody just went, boo! Like, nothing says Atlanta like, hey, Maroon 5. So that's why they sprinkled in Big Boy and Travis Scott and all that. But they weren't going to use Jermaine Dupree for every year. Right. They were just going to use him for the Atlanta year. And then maybe if they go to another city, consult somebody else who might be like, can, can we make this cool? But instead, now I think they have Jay-Z just to do it all the time. He's not going to be like a one-year thing. Didn't, didn't Bruno Mars play that role? Like curate the halftime yeah, show? Yeah, he did, right? right one be- year? Yeah, yeah. One year they went to Bruno Mars. Uh-huh. Well, Bruno Mars did the Super Bowl halftime show and one year. And after that, he... And then he did it with Beyonce mm-hmm. and somebody else. Coldplay. Was it Coldplay? It was Coldplay, yeah. But he was like the consultant on that, that uh-huh. Bruno Mars got that all together. All right, but who cares? Jay-Z's not buying the Steelers today. So don't worry about that. That's not happening. Uh, alert. We haven't done a naked story on the show yet. And there's like, we're at the end of the show. Like we have less than 15 minutes left in the show. We haven't done a naked story What's yet. What's the streak at? One twenty. Oh, wow. The one, streak is at 125. One, it'll be 125 today. It'll be 125 today, right? Won't yeah. that be? All right, so we've done 125 straight shows That's with the Naked Story. We have about 10 minutes to find a Naked Story. Find out if the Naked Streak continues next. 961 Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, Greg tweeted us here. Uh, Greg says, I got four nipples. I feel special. But having four nipples is more common than you think. Is it, Greg? At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It's the Morning Freak Show. I know some kids are already back to school, but if you uh, you have kids that aren't in school yet, uh, later today, Cranberry Township, me and Bob are going to be at Fun For All again today. Mm-hmm. Good times, man. They have the Mikey and Bob go-karts out there. They have batting cages, full arcade, rock climbing walls. So if you want to give the kids like a... a Big day of fun before they go back to school if they're not back yet. Uh, just let them go run wild. Yeah, me and Bob will be just randomly hanging out at Fun For All today uh, starting around noon. So come out, say hi. We'll be the awkwardly shaped ones there. Uh, all right. What do you want to name the podcast today, Bob? Do we want to name it with the Lion King open? Uh, I think so. So the podcast today, you're going to spell out You're you're going to spell out <laughs> this, basically. This is the name of the podcast. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast? Yes. <laughs> okay, perfect. So the name of our podcast today, if you missed any of the show, is Nans Ingonya Magbadifi Baba. It's going to look like a, a key mash is what it's it going to look like. It is. Which I absolutely love. Uh, all right. Freak show question of the day today. This will be around 530 with Tall Kathy. Uh, just listen to her. She'll ask for the answer to the Freak Show question of the day. You might win a prize, some tickets if you get it right. Question of the day today, is former Price is Right host Bob Barker still alive? The answer is yes. 
He's 95 years old. I mean, he was trending yesterday, so. Well, yeah, because he was mistakenly, uh, there was a video of an old man getting attacked by a, um, uh, a gator, and uh, people uh, thought it was Bob Barker because it kind of looked like Bob Barker. And when Bob Barker starts trending at 95, you you think the worst. Like, oh, there you go. We lost Bob. And it's just like, oh, no, people are just mistakenly think he got eaten by an alligator. He False didn't. alarm. He didn't, though. Bob Barker's still with us. Man, I'm going to feel horrible if he dies before 530. Especially if he gets eaten by a gator. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, though. Whoa! It happened again! Someone decided to get naked! It's time for another naked story on the 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Saving the streak right at the end of the show for the 125th straight show. The streak continues. It is another naked story. This is in Connecticut. Investigation into a topless bather at Campo Beach in Westport ends in an arrest. Uh According to police, 28-year-old Anna Halderman of Norwalk had been sunbathing topless when a person with a child approached her, told her it was inappropriate. Police say she didn't like that, so she took off the rest of her bikini. Uh, You don't expect that reaction right there. That is a Florida-ass move. (laughs) You get confronted. You're not at a nude beach. No, you're regular beach. You're sunbathing topless, so then somebody comes over and is like, listen, this kid's on the beach and everything. Could you you put your top back on? This is not a nude beach. And the response (laughs) is then like, oh, you don't like my top off. Boom, there go the bottoms then. That's not the right response to have. Halderman is charged with the risk of injury to a minor and breach of peace. Yeah. Police say she has apologized for her behavior. All right, so she apologized, but man, she did not she did not want to have any tan lines that day on her chest. So she's topless. She gets confronted. Bottoms off. That's it. That's the response too. Well, everything's getting tan now. And once again, street continues. It is a naked person. Uh, making the show once again. Anything else we got to uh, tell the kids before we I get out of here? I think we're good. All right, that's it. If you missed any of the show, get caught up on the free iHeartRadio app, Mikey and Bob uh, podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Ryan Seacrest shows everybody. Right, right. 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 This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest.